0: They are just rough drafts, a glimpse of what is to come because God is still at work, writing plot twists, introducing new characters, and bringing good even from the most challenging circumstances. Join us as we see what God is up to in our stories. Here's your host, Matthew Hyatt. This isn't a regular
1: episode of the Rough Draft podcast. This is the cutting room floor. This is the thing that our moms warned us should never happen this is very possibly a terrible idea but it is one I am so so excited about today I have a co-host and she is the brains behind this show uh, she is our creative director she <laughs> writes titles and descriptions and graphics and encourages our people and helps our people she listens for edits to say are you sure you really meant to say that <laughs> Uh, she's insane, but she's my favorite kind of insane. <laughs> it's Liz. Welcome to the show, Liz Coons.
2: Thank you. Thank you for um, doing this. Uh, I cannot even tell you how proud I am. Uh, not of you, but of the podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I genuinely I would not. My no. Oh, my goodness, Nana. Um, no, I cannot tell you how um, amazing it's been to see this take flight. Um, and genuinely, uh, the fly is back.
0: <laughs> there is a fly in the room. Yeah. So.
2: No, for the audio, there is a fly in the room. So if this is even more chaotic, it is not our fault. It is God's fault for placing the fly in the room. You should not have done that. <laughs> um, no. So truly, I would not have wanted to take part in, um, a podcast, uh, on behalf of Burns Church of Christ. Without you being the person to really uh, to bring it to life, and you've really done such a great job. You've had amazing guests on the show. I'm so proud of our concept, which we can talk about how this came to be. Absolutely. Um, and I just I think that it's really doing something so much bigger than you and any of the guests that we've had on, and certainly bigger than me. Um, and I think it has the potential to be. Really to go in so many different directions, but with the same goal of just spreading one another's God stories and and sharing and connect, allowing a connection among us that we had probably not lost, but that we may never have been able to make.
1: Yes. this is our 30th episode.
2: 30th episode. And I wasn't That's sure so... we'd
1: make it to 10. I know. <laughs> Here we are.
2: Yeah. And, and people talked, love it.
1: Uh, at number 10, we talked about doing this and we talked about doing it at 25 <laughs> and now it's yeah. 30. So Right.
2: So I guess we can explain uh, why you called it the cutting room floor. Yes. Because this is something that we've talked about. This is not going to be my God story. I'm, uh, you know, we'll one day, one day maybe we'll have me on as a grown up guest.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but for now, I think that you and I are are we love to have conversations. Um, and I really think that you and I discussing the the backstory, which is actually uh, just for those of you who don't know, that was actually the original title. For the podcast was the backstory, um, but Matthew and I have really worked and collaborated a lot behind the scenes to come up with a concept and a name and a graphic and a, all of the thing all of the pieces that make this kind of that made this come together in the beginning. And then since then, it's all you, Matthew. No,
1: no, no. So, <laughs> so let's go to the beginning because yeah. uh, people might not know the story that uh, you've been after us for years to yeah. do a church podcast. yeah and- Every time I told you the same thing. And I
2: finally wore you down. Yeah. So, yeah, every time you didn't want to do one that was just going to be like a, you needed there to be a vision. Right. Is that the thing that you told me or you just yeah. told me no? Uh,
1: I think I just told you no to start. Yeah. I think eventually I felt guilty for just saying no. But yeah.
2: So let's take it back a few years ago. So for and seven, <laughs> Right. And this is my God story, but this is my podcast story is I was overwhelmed when I first heard about podcasts. I loved my sister in law, Kristen Coons Roberson. She got me started on audiobooks. And it was when I was training for a half marathon, and audiobooks were everything. And it became that is my, Jeff Jeff Coons calls it story time. And that is my, I almost always will have some sort of consumption of um, some sort of media, and most of the time a book. Um, And it's through. AirPods or whatever, and usually only one so I can still be a parent and be a proper human. but but it is a wonderful way. It kind of opened this door to like a whole new ability to consume literature and consume really valuable things without me having to, you know, find the time to sit down with the book, which I'll fall asleep reading. Yeah. So
1: I mean, I did it a few years ago when I started running. yeah, ever did an audiobook plus a trail run yes. is the best combinations in the universe.
2: It's very therapeutic. Very, You can really get lost in the book and forget what you're doing a little bit. So
1: it's really funny because of the amount of time I've spent doing it. I now have places on roads and trails that are identified with key moments. Where in you were, yes. So I'm on the, the Montgomery Bell Trail on yeah. the backside, back 47 of yeah. Montgomery yeah. Bell Park. And every time I run, walk, hike that trail, there's a spot where I remember where I was when Kennedy got killed. Oh, when I was reading Bill O'Reilly's Killing Kennedy.
2: Yeah, you know, and it's oh. that spot. I got chill bumps because yeah. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <Yeah. And
1: laughs> no. It was really crazy. That was uh, actually on the anniversary of what had happened, and I didn't realize uh, it. And it was just. It's, that is. That is. See, people sometimes kind of uh, crap on audiobooks and podcasts. Yeah. You, know, you don't have the same retention. You're not paying full attention. Yeah, but like, there are some really cool things you get. There really are in that trade-off
2: and there really are. And so being able to, again, to, to listen to books and a lot of times, some of the best books, they're actually read by the author, the nonfiction books that you, uh, you sometimes can get. And yeah, some of them can be self-development. Some of them can be, uh, Christian books, Christian, uh, authors. There's so much value. There's so many valuable Bob Goff. Hello. Um, so yeah. many valuable uh, opportunities, and there's there's free ones. So I'm going to stop talking about the audiobooks, yeah. but if you're wanting to, there there are three apps that I would say. There's Audible, which is the first one, the original one that I heard about. That's where you buy, you get a credit a month, you can buy a book, you can consume that book in a month, and you can buy additional credits. There's There's Libro. L-I-B-R-O. That actually is a, an app that you can get on either on any phone, even your non-iPhone, Matthew Stop Hyatt. Like um, and you can and it actually you can connect it to a local an independent bookstore. So every time a book is bought or a credit is bought, it's, it's very similar to Audible. All, almost all the same books available are available on it. And it can you can support Reading Rock Book That's on Main Street. Um, they get a percentage, whereas Audible goes to Amazon, which we Uncle don't need Jeff to get. <laughs> <Bezos>. <laughs> Uncle
1: Jeff Bezos. He's having some tough times.
2: So. Yeah, poor guy. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Yeah, Emily yeah,
1: on odd Spread one, really spread one.
2: Poor guys, I'll pray for them. <laughs> the um, and then the third one is Libby, and many people are aware of Libby. It's tied to the um, uh, library. So yes, so public libraries. So, um. If you needed help getting uh, started on any of that, I would highly recommend that if you haven't already thought about it and you don't seem to have the time in the day or the ability to stay awake to really uh, read like you once did.
1: My places being... are the trail and the car. Yes. Yeah. That's where...
2: Yeah, the car is great. Any kind, any kind of travel time, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I'll have an AirPod in and, and it's very like, I will make notes on my uh, mirror in my bathroom with a dry erase marker if it's something that, you know, as I'm listening to the podcast and stuff like that. So it's really just a a great opportunity to kind of um, grow your brain. Grow. Wink, wink. Hello. See what I did that?
1: (laughs) If you're listening, if you get Barnes, you should have known that. If If you don't, you get a pass.
2: Yes. So that being said, this all started with my podcast story. So Uh, podcasts were overwhelming. I was like in my safe space of audiobooks and you just start one and you finish it. And then, and but I kept hearing people talk about Serial, 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 (laughs) the Serial podcast, which was a big one and it was true crime. And anyways, so I finally buckled down. Yeah, that's right. And so I finally buckled down and and because I would download the app and then I would look and I was like, how do you even know what order? What season? What, like, this is too much. And so I finally... Figured it out. And I'm so glad I did because it opened the door to a whole new world. And I remember being pregnant with Lila about eight years ago and feeling like I definitely don't know what I'm doing here and finding um, podcasts uh, that had women, Christian women, you know, uh, who were sharing their experiences, advice, um, pop culture.
1: I thought this was going to like a true crime of Pompsy (laughs)
2: estate. No, 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 no. None of that. (laughs) That was later. Yeah. So I did, I think, probably three or four years ago. and, And shout out to you, Matthew Hyatt, for we won, we Burns Church of Christ won Best Church in Dixon, during COVID 2020, the year of 2020. And I want to tell you that I think that has a lot to do with your ability to pivot and step back and punt. And I know it probably drove you to the brink of ins- insanity. And we already know your sanity <laughs> is precarious at best. Long time. <laughs> but we are so lucky to have had somebody not only who's willing to to like adjust and modify and do something outside of the box. But then also you're such a nerd (laughs) that, and you guys, if you're listening, I promise I'm a nice person. (laughs) Say that (laughs) with so much love that he is. No, it's, it's a guilty as
1: As much of a nerd as there is.
2: And so I remember at that time, you just thinking, I mean, I was moved. I was sitting in the living room floor of Pam and Jeff Coons's house uh, with my family. And, We're able to gather and watch. And you have found a way to stream into all of our homes. And and I get goosebumps thinking about the powerful messages that you're able to do. And then we could share them on Facebook. And so that's the first time I remember being like, Matthew, has a face for radio. (laughs) Oh, I've
1: heard that a long time. No, I'm kidding. Perfect voice for the newspaper, (laughs) perfect face for the radio. I mean.
2: No, no. I remember thinking that you are going to make it big and that we're going to lose you because this is going to be something that once the world finds out about you and your ability to navigate, hey, the... we're being way too nice to me. I know, it's I know. Incredibly uncomfortable. You guys, he paid me a hundred dollars to come on this show. I don't know. I <laughs> <didn't>... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh... Um, so that's when I started asking you about a podcast. Yeah, and yeah. you said no, and well, no. you had a lot going on.
1: Well, yeah, and but the thing was, I, you know, I didn't want. There's just so many preacher podcasts. And, yeah, and like I, I, don't want to just do it. Preachers
2: and sneakers, isn't yeah, that one It's something?
1: Ministers in Mocha, yeah, it's Church of Christ one.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you weren't sure that I, I think I remember at some point you saying, like people hear me talking to us. yeah. And well, that is true. We hear a lot of you talking. That's it's also it's also something like you can you can engage with people and ask questions and be a part of conversations that need to be had. I've always said, I like like I fell in love with you mainly because of Leslie. That's but you in a pulpit is it's magic. But you in a in a classroom setting where you're able to really back and forth engage. That's your sweet spot. That's your sweetest. That's my spot. And so I it was a Wednesday night. About, I mean, I guess a year ago?
1: It was a dark and stormy night. It nights.
2: was a dark. <laughs> and that we were in class on Wednesday nights, and you, I don't even remember what the class series I was. do. You do? Um, what it is? What well, was, we finished the class, and- It wasn't I judges. A, I know that. It
1: was after judges. <laughs> um, and we had a week where, frankly, you needed filler. I didn't want to kick off the next thing because- Of course.
2: And that's where I had my aha moment during <laughs> and, filler week and with so,
1: worksheet. Um, I had been in jail, uh, ministry. This <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. And- Uh, You know, we had seen some stuff about testimonial that was really cool. I thought, you know, uh, in our church and in our tradition in Church of Christ, we have not done much of testimonial. So that Wednesday night, I kind of laid out a biblical case for we need to share our stories. And in class, we talked about all the Bible and all that stuff and how we're afraid to because we want our stories to be perfect and we want it to be clean. And there's risk in storytelling because what happens if yeah, you know, the guy who's been cleaned from drugs gets up and tells his story, and two weeks later he relapses, and yeah. we're, we're scared of stories sometimes.
2: So I want to stop and talk a little bit about that because that does unlock in me, yeah, something that I think from my childhood, from growing up in the Church of Christ, and being a child of divorce, and being a a human being, who, <laughs> who struggles from time to time and is broken in so many ways that's where all the light shines through right yeah. um i really i never was able to put words to it but i really struggled with the image of perfection and my favorite thing to say about you when i talk talk about you or i talk about burns Church is it's so magical to see somebody who Who's a Church of Christ preacher who is so very, very, very imperfect for the moment? <laughs> or I usually say who's willing to be so very imperfect. But the truth is, I and I have had conversations. We've a lot of the conversations that you've already had on rough drafts is about the the danger that comes from putting on a mask of perfection or portraying uh, an unbroken person as a christian when the whole concept of grace the whole concept the the story of jesus is that we are all broken we're all unworthy and this is not something that can be earned this is not something that and therefore that's the that's the game changer that's the magic and for us to put on a, a facade of perfection, then people who need Jesus and don't know Jesus or people who do want to know more about what's this thing that, what's that light shining from within of us and then visit Burns Church of Christ. And if they see only perfect people pretending to be perfect, then they're going to feel, they're going to feel alienated. They're going to feel, uh, you know, they're going to have even more of their secret silent struggles of yeah. feeling that brokenness. And so I think that the testimonial conversation is an interesting, an interesting one because it's kind of, at least in my world, had a late. It's kind of like just now becoming trendy to like be real. Yeah. And I think that it's such, it's the most magical thing. I've said magical. <laughs> and i promise like that Disney's if <laughs> about sue
1: or something yeah
2: i don't know if i break out into song you'll know um i think the best thing <laughs> i think the best thing we can do is to share our real stories the, the ups and the downs and uh we can go through some of these conversations you've had and we can see them that is uh, kind of the theme the underlying theme which can bring us to following the class where you had you had challenged us. You literally challenged us at the end of that class. Find a way before next week or as you go, as you leave here, to find a way to share your story and to make it real and to be truly, truly your real story. Yeah. Not the redemption part at the end, but all of the things that came before that. Yeah. And so I got up at the end of class and I waited because. I might not have waited. I might have come straight you for waited. you. You waited. You waited. I waited thought, around because, because everybody thought, comes up to trouble. you.
1: Liz and is in the corner. Chat. She's got her pen out. Dan
2: Callaway has to tell you something, and then Eric Petty's waiting. That's run
1: right. It's terrible, man. And,
2: and so then finally I get you, and I tell you, <laughs> what do I say? I'm trying to remember the exact. I think I said you said this the, is that's the podcast. what we need. To, that's the podcast that we need to do.
1: Yeah, get our, You know that podcast I want you to yeah. do this is it. This is it. And one piece that you didn't mention just then, yeah. um, in that class we talked about in Churches of Christ, we had different beliefs about women's roles in church. Mm -hmm. That's a whole thing. Uh, One of the things that was a major item in class was women's stories in particular Mm -hmm. don't get told Mm -hmm. in Churches of Christ, in Southern conservative churches in general. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you led with was this might be a way to work on that.
2: Yeah. And I think that at least I know my sweet husband kind of gives me a, a. I think I've brought women's roles up enough that <laughs> I don't want it to seem like I'm challenging the status quo too much because I promise it's not as it's not out of a selfish place that I don't want to be a central. Uh, I don't want to be, you know, you yeah. up there. That's not my place. Either, so. That is not my place. <laughs> However, I do struggle with knowing some people like Debbie Martin knowing Martha Harding knowing Miranda Fuson uh knowing Monica Cossett and Penny and Marsha Griffin my goodness those are women who have stories and I didn't name them all I won't name them all and some of them have not even taken place Uh, my mother-in-law is an angel on this earth and she's got a story to tell I think our children they're so sweet oh my goodness um hearing those that that perspective there's just so there are so many stories we can never we will never run out of content to provide if people are enjoying these stories because these conversations are really doing something that is I'm so proud of
1: so it's funny you know you said we'll never run out of content and one of the questions I get is aren't you worried you're gonna run out you No, know, I kind of was the first week yeah you know like what are we gonna do?
2: Oh right, yeah. yeah the same. first few weeks you here. guys I wish I could have seen some of the like conversations Saggy <laughs> with Maddie and I and the lengthy because he and I I think are both quality over quantity maybe. And so when we do respond, the quality <laughs> too, 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 too. is there, but it might be uh three pages long from at least me. Yeah, me too. And so but thankfully you and I understand that about each other and, and so we can send each other so many paragraphs and know that the other person will get back so just there's a lot to be said I think that these conversations Well, yeah we've had you know we've had Kristen Rhodes come on but we haven't had Kristen Rhodes and Taylor on together we've not had Kristen and her mother Cheryl we have not had there's so many opportunities Kristen Kristen, yeah I mean there's we've talked some about doing some themed episodes and, and there's just the world is our oyster as oh, far gosh. as, like, there's there's a lot of... And we're not going to get away from the heart of it.
1: So one of the things that has surprised me so much, and I shouldn't have been surprised, but every single one of these times we've done... This is episode 30 now. Every single time, the moment the, the mic goes off at the end, we sit and talk for another hour. Yeah. And I, I have begged people. I'm like, can we, can can we report, can yeah. start that story again? Because the best stories I've uh-huh. heard were the throwaways they didn't think mattered afterwards.
2: Well, and think about the name of the podcast is Rough Drafts. So it's okay to, to decide wait, there's more to tell because yeah. we are still, we are works in progress and we are. And I did
1: a beautiful episode about her dad. Yeah. And it was, it was like a eulogy in mm-hmm. all of the best ways. Oh yeah. But she didn't tell any of her stories. Yeah. She told exactly,
2: story. Exactly.
1: Uh, every guest we've had, I would be glad to have back for another three episodes.
2: Yeah. And I think that that will probably happen some. Um, so let's talk about the uh The let's talk about the name just for a minute. Yeah, because we started with the backstory. Mm -hmm. I think that after that conversation, after that Wednesday night class, you and I, you, you immediately, it was it was so great, you guys, because every other time I'd brought it up, and it had been a few times, uh, he kind of he didn't deflect, but it was just like we needed more. We need to like, and then this time he was like, "Yeah, you're right." I I think you did, and I think you followed up with me. Because I was prepared to like follow up in a week or to be like, yeah, yeah, let's talk about it, and then you know months go by. But you were you were committed, and was it at the beginning of the year? I feel like there was also this like fresh like it was right at the perspective Um, end of the year,
1: either the last last Wednesday, December first, January.
2: Yeah, so there was also kind of this like invigorating attitude of like, what else can we do? That was the challenge of the of the story, and we'd had we'd had some other. Classes and other conversations as a as a church and uh, with everyone about what can we do to reach people who don't know Jesus. What can we do to better uh, know one another and and connect with one another? And, and so, one of my things is
1: like if we know each other, you know, everybody gripes about how how we've lost civil discourse mm-hmm. and the left and the right yell at each other and call each mm-hmm. other. But it's entirely different. You don't talk about people if you know them and you know their story. You understand why they got there.
2: Yeah, and I, I mean, building bridges. You did entire, yeah, an entire year of themes that where you wove that into the messages that we received from you, the classes that we did together, the camp that we. I mean, it was it was woven deep and and it hit home. I was one who always burned bridges and built walls, and now look at me. Matches, you know. (laughs) No, I'm I'm a big, I I think that this is something that naturally that uh, looking to connect with people is something that I really think I was put on this earth to do, and so I it's almost like a drug to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so I I'm just so glad like, it's
1: just so fun to match make people yeah. romantically, but like yeah. you need to know such and such that's much
2: sweeter something. that can we cut that and can you change it to <laughs> where I say that <laughs> nope <them>, no, no, <laughs> this is rough
1: drafts <laughs> so this know. is the cutting room floor so. That's right. That's Unless right. you punch me in the face, we're not hitting delete.
2: So okay, thirty thirty episodes. Yes, thirty conversations. Which one's your favorite?
1: Hell, <laughs> no, you can't do that to me.
2: <laughs> I'm uh, kidding. I love to ask parents of multiple Can I give you ones. four
1: or five.
2: Yeah, please do.
1: Okay, Debbie Martin. Yes, she started. She was this the first. Show. She was the first. Exactly right. And I don't uh, think any part of her wanted to do
2: it. No, and her even just her voice. I know that that sounds like such a silly thing. But she is somebody who I did, I did know her a little because, I mean, I knew, I knew her. Yeah. I had gotten to know her a little more because of small groups, which we could do a whole episode on that because that has been such a wonderful way to build bridges and to connect with one another in a time when people seem to like be severing connections everywhere. Oh, she's just. And she is mad. She is just, she's got it.
1: She's full of grace.
2: She is full of grace. She knows she has come out on the other side of a battle of, uh, of a lifetime of really loving people yeah. and loving God. And, and her story of her childhood, my goodness, she's yes. amazing. Uh, she was such the perfect first guest. It, and, and, you, and that's all you. Right.
1: No, no. I mean, it was <laughs> just, I, I asked you, I asked Leslie, I asked Penny, I asked a lot of people. I said, who do you think would have a story to tell? And yeah. most of these I have walked in, and when I asked my question, what's your dad's story, I don't know what they're going to tell me. Right. I didn't know what Debbie was going to tell yeah. me. Yeah. And she well, was vulnerable, and she was deep, and she was honest, and she was gracious. Yeah. And that's the thing that I wanted all of these to be. She,
2: And she came prepared, didn't she? She had some, like— Yeah, she had some notes. Notes, and she took it—she really took it seriously for the opportunity that was afforded to her to share her story. And that's a perfect example of somebody who, who I mean, I remember when you first started sending me, so a little behind-the-scenes baseball, uh, when when you guys record an episode, then you and I work together, Matthew, to um, kind of get some notes together, come up with a title. And in, or- in order to do that, I have to do my due diligence, which is to listen to the episode before yes. it's released. Liz is listener zero. She's <laughs> that's patient. That's right. Patient zero. So. And it is the honor of my life. So thank you so much for allowing me to have it. Um, that being said, I just remember you sent, because you recorded, back to back to back, you recorded several, I mean, well before we released. Yeah. You'd recorded, what, eight? Yeah, probably seven or eight. Seven or eight. eight. And, which again, you guys, the the fact that he was invigorated by this idea was just everything. So, and you can, you can hear it. You can feel it. I think it has so much to do with the success. Yeah. So that being said, you sent me, and I was like, oh, it's not going to get better than this. Yeah. Debbie Martin. Okay, I was oh, worried about it. And it then, so good. And then Peggy Dunne yeah. Oh, my goodness, which I had talked to Peggy, and I'd heard more about her story. And I was like, well, it can't get better than this.
1: And, and then Greer. Greer. My goodness. I've, I have had more conversations with people about yep. Greer
2: career henson i had somebody on my old timers day which andy arms if you're listening because she does she's an avid listener okay. she doesn't even know you at all you and uh I'm the lucky one she was one of the few people who who really came out of the woodwork early on and said what y'all are doing is great she she doesn't go to church here she and it and it just makes me so happy but when career's episode was released we had an old timers day meeting which we're all, uh, look, you want to talk mental health.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to be crazy to run the timer's day.
2: I mean, it's it's really, that's a perfect example of you would never know somebody, you would never know the story of Greer Henson from looking at him. Now, I have to say, I can't talk about Greer Henson without, without acknowledging that I have told him to his face that he is the cult leader, that I would, that if he ever uses the power for evil, that I will... I'll I will follow him. Day. I'll drink the Kool Aid and I'm All bringing day. everybody with me. That's right. Um, and since then, I've also told Marsha Griffith the same thing.
1: So, yeah. so those <laughs> learning. We never work together. It's just the end of the It's over. Right it's
2: over. <laughs> so, but yeah. And Peggy, Peggy Dunnigan was, was amazing too.
1: That have stopped and said, you know, Greer helped me. I said this to a friend who yes. is struggling with depression but doesn't want to get help. I said this to a friend who is afraid to talk, but he thinks Christians don't have yes. depression.
2: Again, that's Amazing. one of that those masks of perfection. I think the the conversation about mental health inside the church, period. Yeah. Across the board. Doesn't matter what denomination.
0: Absolutely.
2: It's not something that has been welcomed or discussed, you know. It's not people don't use their words and say it out loud.
1: Since the show started, I think I have made ten referrals. Yeah. To mental health services it's yeah. a direct result of what you know, our guests have shared. Yeah. And I am so happy because a lot of those have come back and said, wow, I talked to the people at Agape yeah. or um, Humble Spirit Counseling and yeah. Dixon Walnut Street. Uh-huh. Uh, and man, it helped me. So I talked to Bud Lambert. and It mm-hmm. helped me, you know.
2: Yeah, Bud Lambert. And this isn't my God story, so I don't have to get into it. But he was one. He he really was a game changer and that's a counseling minister i have a i have a degree in psychology i can't unfortunately counsel anybody but i believe wholeheartedly in the need for all of us to take the time to talk to somebody about our thoughts our feelings our emotions our lives our experiences and bud lambert happened to be somebody who during a time when i really needed him or i needed god he made me realize that i cannot earn it So, the shame and the guilt that I was drowning in because of whatever mistake I'd made, that because of God's grace, that's that I can be good because I'm saved, not be good to be saved. So, that was that's that's a great example.
1: You know, uh, it's just been neat. Um, the stories, yeah. Okay. It the the podcast has been fun to record, so fun. But what's really fun is Tuesday, I can count on text. Yeah. Tuesday when it gets released, where people say, I didn't know that about Brandon, or I—I I never heard. Wow, Maggie is so smart.
2: Oh, oh Maggie, she's an he's speaker. in my name. I yeah. <laughs> that was. I thought about warning you, but no, I'm so glad you did it. Justin funny. Dawson. Justin is the one who gave me the heads up because I had—I was working on making my way through and listening yeah. to all of them, and he said, "Have you listened to Maggie's?" And I said, "No." And I'd run into him, and I said, "Not yet. She's she's on deck because I had listened to his." Yeah. And he said, "You need to listen to it." And I was doing the dishes when I heard, when I just, she was, she was exceptional. I'm so proud of all of them. I feel like if we talk too much about anyone.
1: Yeah, we'll get, we'll get bogged down here. But
2: I do, but I got a guy who texted me
1: um, after listening to, I don't know, maybe 10 episodes or so. And he said, it occurred to me, I don't ever have a place in my life where I hear the stories of women. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said, "This has helped me listen." Mm-hmm. I thought, "How cool is that?" Yeah, you know, and that's not us. That's the the people who keep showing up to do this show. Yeah, who are willing to open the doors and go mm-hmm. to some scary places and tell the truth.
2: And a lot of those stories, Peggy Dunegan talking about her husband. You know, a lot of the stories are very are v- the women. The stories of the women are the most biblical, most you know Christian. They're walking the walk, and and it's it's an important story for people like me who are, you know, feel like barely hanging on at times to hear. And to, I'm so inspired by every single one of them.
1: What I love is the way that um different different themes have come out. Yeah, you know, there has been uh, difficulty in childhood. There's difficulty at work. <laughs> there's um there are the adoption stories. Uh, uh, Monica, penny's pennies. Penny. Are just so cool.
2: I mean, I had no idea. Monica is somebody who I was always a little bit scared of,
1: (laughs) as as you should be.
2: And I adore her, but the way that she can somehow somehow just give Katie or Caleb just a little bit of a like, turn her head a little, and they kind of respond, and then the way you respond to her and your obvious your your palpable fear. Of her ability to in your life at any Once moment. Pops up, yeah. It's
1: like you maybe have cardiac <laughs> no, event. No,
2: no, I just, I've always admired her. I just never knew her. And I certainly didn't know her story, Jess's story. And that, if y'all haven't listened to that episode, go find it and share it with any of your friends who, is, who have that and Penny. Uh, I mean, it's just. I, I could go and just make sounds all day about everything. That's not a good it podcast. That's yes.
1: cool. Um, Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the kind of brutal honesty about yes. when you're in uh, the pediatric ICU, you can't mm-hmm. put platitudes on it. You can't put plastic on it. You need to be real. Yeah. Braise, Her. Fit in the suck. Yes. What yes. a yes. phrase. You know, don't blame Jesus for this. Uh-huh. What a line.
2: She, she and Will both, when they've talked. You know when they've uh, when they've had something to say in class, it's like everybody. It's like I stop the and re- I listen. reason. Yes, because they are so thoughtful and they're so smart and they're so well spoken, which is something that I'm so I admire so much because I, I, I run my mouth. I'm spoken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I'm well spoken.
1: <laughs> man, man, and then Monica was the reason that we had some of the kids episodes,
2: right? Yeah, so. let's talk about that because we. We talked about, and and just so y'all know, if y'all have, I think we could probably end the episode with us challenging everyone to give us their ideas. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it can happen because that Matthew is. only has so many hours in the day. But themed episode we're going back to school we've we've talked about we wish we could have done a, a teacher's you know episode yeah we were going to do mother's first day. responders i wanted we had Wes yes yes first first we had Brandon. yeah fire ems and police and we had them all lined up we just didn't so we've got some ideas for some themed episodes i wanted for your mother's day episode i wanted you to have your mom and leslie on I think that I still think that's a great idea, but now yeah. Mother's Day we got to wait till you're gonna have gotta, to
1: talk them into that. I, I know. For not to do that. You
2: know? Well, or Father's Day, you know, Tommy and Marshall or somebody like that.
1: A few generations. A
2: few yeah. generations. Yeah, yeah. And the
1: Honduras episode was more fun. Uh, I wasn't was, sure how that was going to work. That
2: was like, fun. Everybody. It was crowded I know. I know. I can't imagine what it was. What it looked like, and, uh, but
1: we're kind of in each other's laps.
2: Yeah, there's there's opportunities for and and if. I think that we've done some community episodes. So let's talk about the kids because I'm sorry, I'm getting a yeah, thought.
1: We've got to. Uh, man, you know, Monica just said kids need to get to tell their stories too. Yeah. And I said, kids scare me because, you know, Fair. they're small yeah. and they have sharp teeth and stuff. Yeah. She said, well, this is this was my favorite part of childcare was having conversations with kids about God. Yeah. You're a better teacher <laughs> than I am. Yeah. So right. that's why she co-hosts these And movies.
2: meanwhile when Lila asked me who made God and I'm like, You need to ask, ask your to dad ask, you.
1: <laughs> ask your dad.
2: No, no. I I think it's I think it says so much about Monica, the fact that she loves those questions, those conversations yeah. and and to turn the tables on the children and ask them. I gotta be honest, when I heard when I initially heard y'all were having kids, I was like Oh, that's great! I had no idea you were going to ask such hard hitting questions. Yeah, well, he got a little intense.
1: Those are some deep comments. I need you to rephrase that. You just said when I Y'all? you and Monica are having kids. And
2: oh. I mean, I'm just <laughs> okay. When you yeah, uh, <laughs> his watch is alerting I, him. God, oh, oh, <laughs> is there, no.
1: is there a paramedic
2: around here? When we, darties? as a podcast, we're going to feature children as our guests because what you what we know, and this is biblical. that children, uh, children are the closest thing. Yeah. That we get.
1: So we've had uh, my favorite it. boy, Caleb.
2: Oh, and let's stop and talk. You can't just skip past that because I've known that child for how long? His whole life. For ten. Whole, 10 years. I've known that child for 10 years. I've had many conversations. Bread dipped in ranch. If you're listening, Caleb, that yeah. you if you know, you know. Uh, the kid is a genius. I knew that. I had no idea that he was a Bible scholar and that he was my favorite person on earth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, there's Tareb. There's, there's Maggie. Ma- uh, there was Brogan. Uh huh. He was just so thoughtful. And it was so- really fun to have the one two punch of dad and son, Wes. Wes and uh, Benjamin. Benjamin uh, yeah. His talk on Benjamin
2: ta- and Oh, my goodness. What was the animal that he was talking about? Not sharks. It was something in the ocean. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. Oh, what was it? I
2: don't remember. Oh, I he's. he's I know.
1: And then your favorite girl.
2: <laughs> my girl, Lad. <Liza>. Your girl. <laughs> Shy little Lila.
1: So, you know, this is pod- podcast. This is audio only. Yes. And some people do video podcasts and stuff like Does that. Did she think it was video? Uh, well, about half my guests have been relieved when they got here. Yeah. Uh, there weren't cameras. Yeah. But I wish hers had been oh. because she is just, we gave her Play-Doh. We gave the little kids Play-Doh. Oh, okay. Because it kind of distracts them. And yeah, yeah. a little bit easier. But she was just in full Lila cake mode.
2: Yeah, man. Lila Cake.
1: And, and she was adorable. She's kinda rocking in her chair, yeah. making these making these creatures and holding them up and yeah. showing them to us while she's <laughs> talking. It was it was so fun.
2: Yeah. Well I was so I mean she was so proud to have been able to be on and uh, I mean she did a great job and my some of my favorites. She's not she's not a listener yet, so I'm gonna go ahead you and say care. She, uh, I can talk about her when she says when y'all are like, "What do you think Jesus will look like?" And I'm like, "She's gonna say he's warm. She's gonna say it's the light shining from." Well, we'll know what he looks like because of the pictures and the videos that they show us in Bible class. <laughs> I'm like, uh, oh, boy, we got some work to do there. (laughs) Super literal on that one. I liked it. Super literal. Well, we've got some good shows in
1: that tank, too. Um, Yeah. You know, so we record these. And usually what I do is if I have a week that's not crazy, I'll try to get three or four recorded and then I don't record any for a while.
2: Right. Right.
1: We don't release them necessarily in the the order order. that they get recorded. Right. So what stinks is some people get theirs recorded and have to wait two months before it comes in. Yeah. But we're trying to kind of balance, you know. We don't want it to be all guys episodes or all young people's episodes. Yeah,
2: or all heavy. I mean, yeah. not some not to say that some are or fun. Or, most of them are super like lighthearted. This is probably going to be as The Jason Allison episode was. Oh yes, it was fun. I, I didn't Jason. even know I knew him. No, you did until weeks later. Hey, okay, I've got some Yeah, you're in. Yeah, so my dad knew has known him since he was in diapers. We should get my so, dad on here. We should get my dad on would he here. He say yes. Oh yeah, he would say yes. He loves to talk. <laughs> he loves to talk about it himself. He has a story to tell to you. Yes, he does. So he's got I, more than one. I will line it up. Okay, make it happen. Yeah, I will.
1: But right this moment, we have uh, episodes with Tyler Quinn, uh, Daniel Leonard from over at Chapel Hill, Phil Cochran, Danielle Gop, and Mike Chandler that are tank that you'll be hearing soon, and also. Uh, we have Emily Dawson and Sydney Watson. Sydney Watson. And Jenny.
2: And Jenny Davis. Yeah, that's right. So we've got some some good, what did you say, in the chamber? Did I got in the, the tank. Time? Oh, in the tank. That's is much that better. No, in chamber the chamber is really like, no, so <laughs> let's not. But,
1: we have probably another 12 who have said yes. We just haven't scheduled it. Yes.
2: Yeah. If you're listening and you want to be on the show, we'd love to hear your story. So I would say just reach out to either one of us. It we can make text. it happen. Um, and then if you listen, if you're listening and you know somebody who they've shared their story with you and you think that story needs to be heard by other people, yeah let us know. We will con them into coming on the show. No, yeah. we're not going to con them into it, but we will reach out to them and see if they'd be willing. Cause a lot of people are honored to get the chance to have a conversation with Matthew Hyatt. <laughs> That's <not> so, a- <laughs>
1: well, what's funny is, Almost nobody wants to do this. I've had four or five people who have texted and said, I want to do this. Yeah. But almost everybody no and saying, I don't know about this. And almost everybody leaves saying, this was super fun. Thanks for letting me do it. Yeah. Um, I mean,
2: that, absolutely. I think more of the conversations you've had and the episodes that have been released Outside of like an Archie or somebody like that, have started with like, "Are you mad at me that this is about to happen?" And yes. everybody's like, "Yeah, pretty much." I hate you. But somebody like Justin Dawson to say that you uh, don't, uh, you're not interesting. Yeah. You are. You have a hundred kids and three hundred jobs. Like you are so interesting. Okay,
1: so he was another one where the stories he stayed in the office another hour. Be <laughs> the stories he he told me afterwards. Even more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, well, Susan's coming on soon. She yeah. doesn't know it. Susan uh, Bradford.
2: Uh, oh no, Susan. Uh, Susan Dawson.
1: Yeah, Susan Bradford too. Love her. I she's said, really the. She's, you got to retell the Justin stories he didn't tell. Me,
2: yeah, Susan's the secret guys. sauce in that family. Mm-hmm. Oh, Justin's knows. great. Everybody he's knows. the face. He might he might think he's the uh, face and the beauty, but she's the beauty Absolutely. and the brain side. Absolutely.
1: So. And another thing people have asked too is you know while this has kind of been connected, affiliated with the Burns Church. Yeah. It's not exclusively that. No. Uh, and I want it to be you know. I want this to be largely our faith community and our community community. Yes. So, you know, 80, 90% of the episodes are going to be members of Burns, connections to Burns. Yeah. Not everybody.
2: Not everybody. And you've had, you've, you were gracious enough. To uh, To feature our old timer day grand marshal on the Mac show, Adams. Mr. Mac Adams, and that was an amazing episode. Hearing him, his recall of his uh, like stories that happened nearly a hundred years ago. Seriously, uh,
1: so what's funny is almost none of the episodes do we edit at all, yeah. Um, and that's the thing that I try to tell people this is just a conversation, right? It's it's yeah, who cares if we pick our nose or cough right. or whatever, it's it is what it is. Mac had so many stories. We had to cut out about half an hour. To
2: that's right. That's downside, right. Though. Well, he's lived a long life. He's got a lot of stories to tell.
1: It was so cool though.
2: Um I think that that's a, a great example of a community, you know, Jason Allison, like you mentioned, Archie was not from, uh, within our church. The Honduras team was people from within our ch- church family, but yeah. that kind of spoke to, um, a, a greater cause. And, and then do you have any uh, other community guests lined up or do you, uh, I know that you've got a list here that we've, that I we both reckoned do, with uh, some names. Uh, who who maybe aren't
1: quite ready to, to schedule it yet. Yeah. That we've got our eyes on.
2: Yeah. I don't want
1: to ruin all the surprises.
2: Okay. Here, yeah. We're not going to spill the beans.
1: But I, I'm really excited about some of our community friends. And yeah. Yeah. You know, I want this mostly to be just normal people. Yeah. That I know any of those? But,
2: oh yeah. Normal people.
1: I don't want this to Standard. be a show full of preachers. I want oh, this to right. be
2: oh, no, we don't want that. Who would do that? Does. Although it's 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 also important to feature leaders in our church. And um I think that there's opportunity there. I and so what you and I talked about originally with me coming on, I would love for us to carry carry this conversation on. From time to time. Yeah. Uh, if you'll allow me back in. Of course.
1: <laughs> it, allow you like, back my, into your idea.
2: Uh, no, no. Uh, allow me back in and we can, you know, talk more. We can just talk. Yeah. Because we both love to do that. But we can also talk about some of the guests that you've had on and some of the the places we're going. Yeah.
1: Well, I think definitely come episode 50. Yeah. Oh. We need to do this again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- I don't know what will happen, but my goal right now is 100 episodes. Yeah. That's kind of what I want to see Absolutely.
2: us get to. Wow. I think that that's a great...
1: We get there. Who knows? Maybe we stop there. Maybe we maybe but, we should go on. Who
2: knows? Know. Who knows? Well, and there's there's my favorite podcast, again, going back to the podcast, not of this podcast, but my favorite... The ones about husbands who get murdered and wives get away. <laughs> no, no. Oh. I'm not talking about true crime, that's Leslie's Leslie's. Um, no, but they have... Kind Of mini series within them, within you know, whatever they're doing regularly, kind of like the kids' episodes, yeah. kind of like the to have kind of a shorter version from time to time of something that uh is just a conversation, or we can do an Enneagram series, or we can do a <laughs> yes. t-
1: trying to I sucker could- <laughs> me into the stuff. I see what you're up to. No, well, the kids' thing has been super fun, and I, think I just say, so I have thoroughly this has been one of the most fun ministry projects I've done in years, yeah, because um. You know, I talked to Debbie. She was in my small group. Yeah. But I had never cleared two hours out of my schedule yeah. and said, "Debbie, what's your story?" Yeah. And I wouldn't have done that yeah. probably unless I was preaching her funeral. Yeah. Or doing this. Wow. And like, mm-hmm. man, this. Now, is So
2: now you're set, but you're not going to have to preach it for a while. But yeah, she.
1: Debbie, you need to live forever. Um, <laughs> yes, you, know, you do. Please. Carol Todd's stories.
2: Uh, she is.
1: She was hilarious. She's um, so funny. You know Frank talking about yeah the loss of his wife. Yeah, um,
2: and I didn't know. I didn't know the extent of that story. Yeah, I did not. Uh, I had never heard him personally tell it. Brandon Wilkerson talking about his what he went through, uh, and Alicia. He and Alicia both went through, and hearing that, you know. it it was amazing. I think, I think it's all been so great. Kristen.
1: Kristen's was super special. So I loved how, um, again, how carefully, and I think I can say this, she told her story in a way she wanted to be careful of the fact that she's got a young daughter that she doesn't want to say or do anything that hurts her, but she wants to help her. That's so cool.
2: I remember talking to her afterwards about how eloquent she was about thinking with kindness and love about everybody, despite there being some stories. I also want to talk about Martha Harding's story because I think Martha's was one of the first that I texted you. I think Greer, I don't know if I had listened to Greer's yet or not, but Martha's I listened to and I texted you immediately and said, this is what we were needing. This is the testimonial of somebody who she, from all Accounts. I assume she was the superior athlete that she was. I assume yeah. that she, I've been in her house. It is perfect. She seems perfect. Her story is imperfect. Yeah. It's perfect because God made it that way. But my goodness, to be able to know that, hear that story, and to hear it from her. It was awesome.
1: So that show she used as a vehicle to tell some parts for family, parts for a story that yeah. they didn't yet know. yeah. And I love yeah yeah that's not appropriate for every person but it yeah. was for her yeah and for them yeah um, when I think about what makes an episode good yeah. it has nothing to do with me or the editing
2: mm-hmm.
1: what it is is when somebody is vulnerable yes and says here's where I was mm-hmm. here's where I am mm-hmm. and here's how I got from here to there
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I don't necessarily know what's next yeah but this is it so far just
2: that's real just real like that real. Vul- vulnerability is something that I think we uh, could do an entire episode on. <laughs>
1: yeah. But one of the books I've enjoyed a lot in the last few years was Brene Brown on mm-hmm. the Power of Vulnerability. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that that was ringing loudly in yeah. class and in this idea.
2: And I think that it is something that has kind of that uh, as well has kind of unlocked uh, uh, another layer kind of of what my faith always was growing up and what it's been in the past five to ten years. Is it's it's a lot different, and I love I've loved hearing Martha and um, I don't know if it's Martha or Monica talking about the studies that they did on the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, yeah. women gathering. Marsha Griffin's two part sure. episode. You guys, if you've not listened to it, stop what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> turn us off right now.
1: <laughs> okay, you know, it's funny about Marsha's. Um, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to the stats just because it doesn't fit the, the most uh, listened. So it didn't get a whole lot of listens at first. But every single person who listened to it called me and said, this is the best one I've listened yeah. to yet.
2: Yeah, She's amazing. Network. Again, my, the cult leader who, if ever she chooses to use it for evil.
1: And when Marshall Sullivan prayed for us. Uh, yeah. You know.
2: He he can bring us all to our needs.
1: Jason and Megan and baby bits.
2: Oh, yeah. That was that a was Mother's a sh- Day special. That was a Mother's Day, special. Yeah. A Mother's Day very special. <laughs> and that was wonderful. And that's an example of those two people can come on individually. And share their individual stories. They did touch on it, but there's more story there to tell.
1: And I know some of it is just where we are sitting. We're sitting in the office of church. Yeah. Uh, But it has been interesting to me, considering what I do for a living, how many of these stories have touched on church hurt, Mm -hmm. or where the church either made something better or didn't.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's been really instructive. I appreciate that you, as someone who could be perceived as what is it? Is it a vehicle of the church? I don't know. As a I've been called a tool before as so. a tool. As a leader yeah. in the church who's dedicated your life to this work is not afraid that you are not afraid to 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 acknowledge those times when churches may have a churches or individuals within a church have maybe even with good intentions or maybe to try to keep out of fear, maybe out of fear, maybe out of, they've made, they've made mistakes or they've treated people in situations that is the opposite of what they really, what was needed at that time. And You heard
1: ultimatums. You heard hypocrisy. Yeah. Carol's story in episode five about about catching the priest in his whitey tidies going out of the aunt's bedroom. Uh Uh-huh. The way she tells the story, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. But, but when you listen to the story, it's clear that that was kind of a moment when something about religious life shattered. Yeah. You know.
2: And I think a lot of a lot of us who have grown up in the church, and it might be even people who are still fairly new and who you may have experienced something similar where you, what you thought was actually wasn't quite as as shiny or as uh as beautiful
1: so one of the reasons i regularly tell stories at church about someone who saved seats and ran someone off yeah is because that story is instructional we're yeah. not going to be the church that no. saved seats and run someone off no you know so telling the stories even when they heard yeah um, I, I know we're about out of time yeah. but looking um to the to the people who might hear this who might be future guests uh, Tyler was funny. He said, "I don't want to listen to any because I don't want to know what I'm going to do before I record mine." Yeah. Um, but you know, to our future guests, the thing that you're going to do to make this show really cool is just say, "Here it is," mm-hmm. and don't be afraid of hurting me mm-hmm. or hurting the church when you tell your story. Yeah. Share what you can share and yeah. be brave. Yeah. And go deep, and you're going to make a difference.
2: Yeah. And and I think you know, I'm not trying to offer advice, but I will say what I have gained from the episodes that have resonated with me and left me making notes on my mirror and in tears, I mean, true tears, sobbing, (laughs) good tears, happy tears, as I like to call them with Lila, and and tears of grief and sorrow is the fact that It is a connection that I am making with someone, and if you, if you are willing to be vulnerable, if you're willing to open yourself up and to share your real story, and it doesn't have to be perfect, you guys, because you can come back on. You can, you know, you'll have the final chance to listen to it before it's released. And if there's something that you that keeps you up at night, don't be afraid. Like what he's saying, yeah. don't be afraid to really open up and to really share yourself with others because it's offering a bridge, it's building a bridge to so many people who you may not even know.
1: Anybody who's going to mistreat you because of you sharing your story has demonstrated that they're not a person you need to be concerned about because they're a trash person.
2: Was that True, or, fa- true or false that Leslie Hyatt told you something like that one time. I don't remember the wording that you did. I think it must have been in an episode because I remember hearing it But, like, people who are going to judge you for it don't. You don't.
1: I wrote something that was critical of something that was very popular. Yeah. And I was nervous about whether or not I should publish it. She said, You're not trying to make friends of the people who are supporting this garbage.
2: Yeah. It might have been something I shared. I don't know. There's something that I shared that you wrote on my, like, Instagram page uh, and social media. It was a long time ago. It was a
1: review of the book Muscle and Shovel.
2: Oh, it wasn't that. Okay. I I had some concerns with that. That's fair.
1: Everybody was singing its praises, Mm -hmm. and I thought there was some real damage being done. And, you know, and it's interesting. I got probably nobody reads anything I write, and that's all right. I'm happy with that. (laughs) I don't like being on the radio. I
2: think we do. We read it during your (laughs) sermon.
1: (laughs) <laughs> right after you wake back up and are trying to remember read the oh, bulletin. That one I got. I got probably thirty or forty. Yeah. Texts, Thanks. emails, whatever. And three or four were, "You're a horrible person. I can't believe you did to do this." But mm. thirty of them were. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank this
2: you. Thank I, you. Thank something. There was something when I read it too that stood out, and you were able to put it into yeah. words that That's made more, more sense. That. Yeah.
1: And so on this podcast, a lot of these episodes have been. Um, you shared a story, and thank you. Mm-hmm. People are so cool. and So cool. I'm so proud of Debbie for going first. Yeah, thank uh, you, Debbie. I'm so proud of Greer thank for going you. deep. Oh. Um, I'm so proud of, of Penny. There's nobody who would like to tell her story less than Penny.
2: Penny. Yeah. Uh,
1: but she said if this helps someone else going through when either she... the side of giving up a child or adopting a child, this will be worth it.
2: I could cr- I could sob right now because I remember where I was when I was listening to her and what it did. It brought me to my knees, metaphorically maybe physically, because of the real raw emotion of of the gift that she received after so long. So
1: post credit scene about the name of Jacob. Oh yeah, like to me that was the coolest thing in the whole episode. I know,
2: she's she's amazing. Everybody's amazing. Thank you, thank you to the thirty. 30- 30 individuals who've already been featured and to the many more who have already recorded, who have, who have agreed to record, it's because of you guys that this podcast is possible, that it's even, that we got past 10 episodes. <laughs> and if you have ideas, let us know, because this is a, a wonderful avenue, a, a wonderful opportunity for um, Matthew, with for Burns Church of Christ, and for us as a community to... Yeah, to uh, share our stories and to bring others closer to Jesus.
1: Yeah, thanks for um, thanks for trusting us with your stories. Yeah. is what I would say. Yeah, um, you know, when I was a kid, I loved listening to Paul Harvey and uh-huh. the rest of the story.
2: Yeah, yeah, the rest of the story. My mom yeah. still listens. To-
1: uh, Mike Rowe
2: has yeah. a podcast uh-huh. called "The
1: Way I Heard It," and it's basically that again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, this isn't that format or this style. It's not mm-hmm. scripted. Um, it's not neat. And doesn't have a package. It's a rough draft. Yeah, but it's. A rough draft of a real story yeah. is better than a polished draft uh, of a fairy tale any day. Yeah, uh, and this has been so cool. So
2: absolutely.
1: Well, friends, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and I hope that you'll share this with a friend if you if you want to. <laughs> we get paid the same either way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's
2: right. I got my hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> it was. Uh, it was Canadian, but I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um. But you know where to find us. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google.
0: All the places.
2: All the places. Facebook. And this has been The Cutting Room Floor.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Have a great week.
2: Thanks, guys.
0: Thanks for listening to Rough Drafts. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review. Until next time, let's keep looking for how God writes His love into our stories.